Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of Nobody Cares, where reality always wins. I'm your host, Nobody. Thank you guys for tuning in and checking out my show. Uh, what is my show about? Simply put, my show is about the point of view of the average American regarding culture and politics. I am nobody famous, I am not wealthy, I am reasonably well educated, and I keep myself fairly well read and well informed. Otherwise, I'm just trying to live my life, do my thing. As I feel most Americans are. That being said, I keep track of politics and I keep track of some of the stuff going on in our culture and I'm, I'm flabbergasted. I truly am because I hear people talking who are politicians or so-called elites or, and they're kind of saying what the American people do and don't want and it always kind of irks me because I'm like, how do you know? When's the last time you came down off of your ivory tower and walked among the masses? I mean, when you think about it, these people who serve are supposed to be just that. They're supposed to serve. But how many of these politicians really don't serve? They consider themselves the elite and the leaders. And some of them have been in politics their entire life. But we'll get to that in future episodes. So anyway, what are we going to talk about here? Well, quite frankly, we can talk about politics, culture, and really anything else I happen to find interesting at that time. I'm going to start out doing a couple episodes a week, maybe 10 to 15 minutes, maybe up to 20. Uh, if people seem to enjoy the show, I'm up to increasing episode and time and uh, episode count. So let's just see what happens. Uh, I don't plan out these episodes, really. Um, I kind of just look and see what interesting stuff's happening in the news, happening in the culture, and then uh, that day I kind of put something together. That way I, I keep the show kind of up to date with what's ever going on in the world around us. So if these things sound like they're kind of random or they don't sound scripted, it's because it's really not. All right, so bear with me. I'll do my best. It's my first time doing something like this, so be gentle with me. All right, so let's go. What are we going to talk about today? Well, I want to give my opinion on a few things because, well, I just like hearing myself talk, and I have a lot of opinions on a lot of stuff. So let's see. Um, before I get too carried away on some of these things, I want to point something out. I don't look at issues or people or anything else through the lens of a specific political party or really anything like that. I try to evaluate people as individuals and I try to hold to my values. And if groups, organization, people adhere to those values, then I tend to support them. If they do things that go against those values, then I'm probably going to call them out. And not probably, I'm definitely going to call them out. Because the fact is, they need to be. And this is something else that's so frustrating today, is you see people on one side of political aisle or the other doing something that's pretty obviously bad and dumb, but you don't see that party calling them out for it. I mean, I think you're going to win a lot more credit with the American people if you call out what you see of your own party doing wrong. I think people are going to look at you with more credibility. But anyway, what values do I, uh, do I care about? Okay, well, values, honesty, common sense, individual rights and duties. I'm adhered to the Constitution. Okay, I do believe it's a living document, but at the same time, there's certain parts of tradition and culture and just basic history that tell us what a lot of things in it mean. I think reason, I think self-respect, okay, and accountability is important. I also believe in consistency and just having standards. I'll give you an example. So we have a situation where we have like a year straight of Black Lives Matter riots, and they are riots. They are not protests. When the building's on fire, it's not a protest, guys. I don't think I need to explain this. Okay, when there's windows getting bashed in, guys, it's not a protest. Okay, when there's things being stolen, it's not a protest. Okay, when there's people flipping off the camera and twerking on cars, I mean, I guess that's kind of a protest. It's just a very strange one, but whatever. 
So that's another area I, I, I have issue with is I just I see no standards. I see one standard for one, one for the other, because you have, you know, people on the left saying, hey, this is totally fine. Then January 6th, which was just as abysmal, happens. And then you have saying this is terrible and awful. It's like, well, wait a minute. I thought riots were just mostly peaceful. Now riots are bad. Which is it? See me? It's easy. I can sit here and say both of them are bad. The BLM riots should not have happened. Those were bad. And I can also say January 6th was a disgusting display and also should never have happened. See? See how easy it is to be consistent? <sighs> so, I don't know. So let's see. What's going on right now that we're going to talk about? Well, let's see. Uh, well, there's Joe Biden. I mean, I guess we got to talk about that. You know, the presidential race is starting up again and all this kind of stuff. So we got to be focusing on on our candidates, I suppose, because why not? It's pretty much what the news is going to focus on for the next year and a half. So what's going on with Biden? Um, I don't know. And I'm not sure anybody does. I mean, have you looked at him talk? Have you looked at him walk? Biden doesn't know what's going on with Biden. All right. And before people listen to that and think, oh, my God, he's such a jerk. It's like, well, yes, I am. But that's not really the point. The point is the man is not there. And I'm not even saying that as an insult. I actually feel very bad for him. And I think that his wife or somebody should do something that is in his best interest and get him out of the way. The problem is he can't do that, unfortunately, uh, because he looks like a nice, kind old man, and that hides the really radical stuff he's done. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you all. If you all can't tell, I do not like Joe Biden. I really, really don't. Okay, And I know people are going to take that, oh, my God, he's a Trump supporter. It's like, guys, I'm going to be honest with you all. Trump pisses me off. Okay, I, I have long said Trump is his own worst enemy. I fully believe Trump has gotten himself in a lot of trouble. And in future episodes, we can talk about the whole quote-unquote election stolen thing. I, 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 I do have some things to say on that. But in the end, and I think most Americans would agree with me on this, uh, lately the candidates just suck. I mean, the last several elections, has there been a candidate who said, oh my God, that candidate right there, heck yes. Or is it like, uh, I hate you slightly less than I hate you. I mean, when your elections really are just about, you know, choosing the lesser of two or three evils, I mean, it just kind of suck. I look forward to the day where we can actually elect somebody like we legit want in office. Like, holy crap, this person's not only a decent human being, but their policies are great too. It has been a while since someone like that was elected, so that'll be a nice change. But specifically back to Biden, what are we doing here? Well, cocaine's been found in the White House, so that's 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 classy. That's that's fantastic. Now, look, I don't know whose it is. You know, yes, granted, we do have a resident, you know, crack addict there, but again, he wasn't there. And I'm gonna play devil's advocate on this for a minute. I mean, for one. Um, if you've ever met a crack addict, they don't lose their crack. That's kind of important to them. In fact, it's the most important thing in the world. So the fact that one would leave behind a perfectly good bag of crack, um, I, I, I don't know. But, so maybe, but whatever. But is it impossible, and I just want to throw this idea out there, is it impossible that it was actually left by somebody else entirely because they knew the Secret Service would find it and then it would start all these questions, and if nothing else, would be really, really funny? I mean, are you, is it really hard to believe that somebody planted that just because they knew it'd be found and they knew it'd get covered up and they knew that that doesn't happen and just they wanted to laugh? Because, I mean, we're talking about, you know, how Biden keeps his cracked adult son with him all the time and stuff like that. So it is kind of funny. And if we're being honest, Biden sets himself up for this. It's like, look, he's your son. Fine. You want to love and support your son. <coughs> Enabling. Excuse me. But seriously, it's like, 
Okay, great. Support him, but get him away from you. I mean, it's just politics 101, and I've never served a day in office in my life. But I'm not going to keep anybody, whether they're my son, my wife, or the freaking Pope, next to me, if this person has this much of a history, has this many scandals and investigations going on right now, and by polls, I'm not a very popular president anyway. So why are you just adding fuel to the fire? Believe it or not, Trump and Biden have a lot in common. Both of them seem to just want to hand the opposition things to go after them with. So, whatever. All right. Um, let's see. What else about Biden? Well, I mean, he claims to be a family guy, but doesn't even, you know, acknowledge his own granddaughter. So that's a whole thing. So, you know, whatever. But, you know, his son, his son, and this is something he said, his son is the smartest person he knows. I wish I was making that up. Biden has said this. So, I mean... I don't know, when the commander-in-chief says that Hunter Biden's the smartest man he knows, we should all run in terror. All right, um, we could talk about how there's a whole bunch of corruption and stuff, but that's not exactly something new. Is it anybody surprised Hunter's basically going to get off for all these different crimes and stuff he did, running around, using the Biden name, taking advantage? Are we, are we really surprised by him? No, not really. One, in general, politicians seem to get off and get their families off anyway. But two, and this is pretty common, um, groups only go after people on the opposite side. So the only ones interested in going after Hunter are Republicans. The Democrats, of course, are going to protect him. This isn't always one-sided, though. The same thing happens on the other end, and I'll use Trump again as an example. God, these guys really, it is, there's so much to pick on with these guys. I'm enjoying future episodes because I'm picking on both of them because it's really, really funny and because they both deserve it. And let's face it, they both just hand us so much cannon fodder, it'd almost be rude not to. You know, and I, I don't want to be rude. I'm not going to be politically correct either, but I don't want to be rude. So might as well take the get advantage of the gift we've been given. But anyway, I mean, it, it's just, I'm not surprised that only Republicans are going after it. And because, you know, the Senate's controlled by Democrats and House is by Republicans, nothing's going to happen, of course. And in fact, the case has already been settled where he's getting a couple misdemeanors, basically get a slap on the wrist and I think a fine, to which he will now sell probably one of his fabulous oil pa Have y'all seen his oil paintings? He's selling these things for tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars. Look, I'm not an artist. My stick figures are bent, okay? But I'm not spending $10 on one of those paintings, let alone 10 grand or 100 grand. Okay? I'm just not. So, but whatever. That's a thing that totally makes sense. There is no way there's any laundering or corruption going on when you're selling paintings from an unknown, well, not exactly unknown, but it unknown in the art world, unknown, unskilled, crack-addled jackass. I don't think this is what they have in mind. Then again, a lot of modern art sucks. So what are you going to do? All right. And by modern art, I mean modern day. Actual modern art is some of the classical stuff that's actually quite good. Okay. Um, so let's see. Uh, I don't know what else there is to say. I, I'm going to say a lot on Biden as episodes go on. Uh, he is a terrible human being and a terrible president. And I'm not, and honestly, it has nothing to do with his terrible policies. It has nothing to do with uh, his completely terrible, abysmal uh, scores and rankings as far as president goes, as far as uh, favorability goes. It has nothing to do with his radical extremist agenda. It has nothing to do with how racist he is or anything like that. And yes, through future episodes, I'm I am prepared to back everything I just said in spades. But the thing about Joe Biden that I truly hate... The thing he did that made me absolutely despise him as a president, as a human being, was, is, and always will be the Afghanistan pullout. That was one of the most egregious things I've seen a president do in my lifetime. 
And it has nothing to do with whether or not we should or should not have pulled out of Afghanistan. We shouldn't, by the way. But fine, you want to pull out. Could you imagine doing it in such a worse way? And they come up with all these excuses in the world, but at the end of the day, it's like, guys, you are the ones in charge. You decide how this goes. I'm serious. They've used that excuse to say, well, Trump set the date. Okay, first of all, I'm just going to ask a question. Since when do you or any Democrat care about what Trump did? In fact, you have made it a point to try and do the exact opposite of Trump, at least in public and secret. You're actually following a lot of his policies. Immigration, excuse me. Um, But just aside from that, it's like, dude, seriously? He pulls out. We lose 13 service members. Do you know how many service members died in the last year before that? Zero. I think the last time we lost one was a year and a half prior, and it wasn't even combat-related. Okay, we have not had true active combat there for years. Those 2,500 troops just served as a stopgap because they kept the Taliban at bay because they knew if they attacked those soldiers, the entire American military would come back. So those 2,500, we didn't have a massive standing. I mean, we had 2,500 troops hanging out. Okay, that was it. 13 of our own people died. We left tens of millions of women there who are now being thrown back and have been thrown back into subjugation because law over there, Sharia law, they are diehard Islamic extremists, which means women have no rights or freedoms of any kind. Any growth that the Western influence was having has completely been erased. And we literally lost a 20-year war. You call it a 20-year war. I think that's being a little overly dramatic, but whatever. But the fact is, we now officially lost. The United States has not lost, truly lost a war since ever, actually. We've had some ties and some draws, and some of us would consider some of those losses, but this is a true actual loss. There's no debate on this. We lost. We betrayed people who helped us. We, we had so many people who were over there who are Afghanistanis who were helping the United States, everything from translations to whatever, who we abandoned. Hundreds of thousands of men and women who served and helped the United States. They were our friends, and we abandoned them. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off this just because I, I, there will be future episodes. I will rant on this longer. But this truly, to me, was one of the most heinous and horrible things he did. Oh, and this is to say nothing of the tens of billions of dollars worth of high-grade, state-of-the-art American weaponry that he left to the Taliban, who took over immediately. Immediately. And they now have stated, if anything, that's an impeachable offense. I'm sorry. But when you give tens of billions of high-tech weaponry to ex terroristic extremists, and Taliban is a terrorist group, even by our, we consider them a terrorist group, how is that not an impeachable offense? You're literally giving state-of-the-art munitions and weapons to our enemies. How are you not a traitor at that point? So we'll talk more about that in future episodes. Let's keep going. What else is happening? Uh, Supreme Court strikes down affirmative action. That's awesome. I mean, it really is. I mean, you hear people talk today about institutional racism, yet they can't actually give an example of institutional systemic racism. But this is actually the one example, and I've used it in the past when talking to people. This is a true example of a institutional racist policy. Because it takes those of certain skin color and gives them points on tests and gives them bonus, where it takes other people who are not of that race and doesn't give them good points. So if you're Asian, you lose points. If you're black, you get more points. Good for you. Not because you went through anything, not because they actually care, but just because you happen to be black. So they just assume that you're underprivileged and you've been taken advantage of. So they just give you extra points and kick out people who actually scored well on the test and would probably do very well in college. We'll talk more about that in the future, but this is something that was excellent because it's a legit racist policy that's now going away. 
And it's amazing how all the people who claim to be about quote-unquote equity and all that kind of stuff are upset when a legit racist policy is actually gone. And they lose their minds. It's like, wait a minute. You guys are the ones claiming about institutional racism. Here's an actual racist policy being struck down because the court says, yeah, you cannot use race to determine whether or not people can get into college. It should be based on merit. I, I thought that was the whole point. I, I'm sorry, but I could have swore the whole civil rights thing was about not considering race as a point of value on a human being. What was it, was it MLK said? I hope my kids will be judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. So why is it when we actually get rid of policies that are actually racist, people freak out? I am so confused. It's almost like you don't actually care about racism as long as it's specifically directed at a certain group. White men. Excuse me. Ooh, man, allergies today. So we'll talk more about that probably going on. I mean, there's not much to say except this is great. I am so glad they did it. Let's see, the 4th of July just happened a few days ago as of the recording of this, so happy late 4th of July, everybody. God bless the United States. Um, I think it's important to say what we love about our country, and I actually love something that, that I think a lot of people have forgotten, and I love the brotherhood we have. And I know it doesn't seem like it, I know it doesn't feel like it, but the truth is, when push comes to shove, Americans can come together in ways just that are world-changing. In fact, we've done it multiple times. And when it happens, and we Americans truly put aside our petty, ridiculous, divisive differences that really don't matter, and come together and stand as, as brothers and sisters, it is truly a beautiful thing. Seeing people standing shoulder to shoulder with the American flag saying, yeah, we are not perfect and our country's not perfect, but what we stand for, what our values are, are truly beautiful. So beautiful, in fact, that the rest of the world is actually trying to mimic them in different ways. I am proud of this country and, and of all the good it's done. I acknowledge it's done a lot of bad, too. You know, I, I mean, you'd be a fool to say otherwise. Because we do not have a clean history. Of course, I challenge you to point out a country who has a clean history. But we've always, at least I always kind of thought about it as we don't focus on the past. We focus on the future. We learn from the past so we don't make those mistakes again. And I'd say for the most part, we tend to do that. At least until we start erasing our history, and then we forget all the lessons, and then we do it all over again. But, you know, it's not like that'll totally happen or whatever. Oh, wait, look at all those statues being torn down. Okay. All right, so let's see. What are we going to end this episode on today? Um. Oh, you know what? Let's look at polls. Let's see what's going on with the presidential stuff, okay? So let's see. Let's see. Um, I looked this stuff up on Friday, so these are uh, latest numbers as of Friday. Let's see what's going on here. All right, so according to Real Clear Politics, as of Friday, so this is as of yesterday, July 7th, according to American Greatness poll, the 2024 Iowa Republican Presidential Caucus, Trump leads at 44 points, DeSantis at 21, and really everybody else is in low single digits, so there's really not a whole lot to be talking about. Also on that day from Rasmussen Reports, uh, let's see, we have a president... Biden job approval rating, let's see, approve 45, disapprove 52, so that's a point of seven points in the disapprove category. Uh, let's see, well, oh, this is interesting, if you go to Wednesday, the president job approval, now this is an econ uh, economist YouGov poll, approve 40, disapprove 55, so the economist YouGov poll really uh, seems to disagree. 
Okay, so congressional job approval, approved 17, disapproved 62. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, okay, Wednesday, July 5th. Okay, so just a couple days ago, on a poll done by Economist YouGov, direction of the country, right direction 18, wrong direction 71. This means the vast major majority of the people who took the poll think the country's going in the wrong direction. Interesting. Interesting. Now let's see if that's any different. Okay, so Rasmussen reports. So this is the one that gave Biden a slightly less disapproved rating than econom Economist YouGov, but let's look. Uh, so Monday, uh, the direction of the country according to Rasmussen, right direction 29, wrong track 64. So, I mean, it's slightly better than the, you know, Economist YouGov poll, but, I mean, still terrible. Uh, really terrible. Yeah, guys, I mean, it's, it's, that's just been within the last week. I mean, we can keep going back to look at other polls. The main things to take away is, as far as the Republicans' primary, Trump is leading by, well, like, all the margins, really. And let's see if there's one about uh, Biden. But the last I saw about Biden, as far as during the uh, Democrats' congressional run, uh, it, it's really not surprising. I mean, Biden's leading, but, I mean, that's kind of just how it's... If you got somebody in office, you generally try not to run against them because that's just silly. Uh, here we go. Okay, so the most recent one I found for the Democratic side was Thursday, June 29th. So we're about a week and a half ago. Uh, this is from Fox News. Uh, Biden at 64, Kennedy at 17, Williamson at 10. So Biden's kind of running away with her. And again, that's that's not that uncommon for the sitting president to usually get... Because again, if you've already got somebody in office, why would you run against your own guy? So that being said, some people are going to try. Kennedy's picked up some points, but I mean, even as of a week and a half ago, there's not a whole lot to see there. So it's early yet. We'll see what happens. Uh, in future episodes, I'll talk about who I think should run and who I think should win or not and why and all that kind of stuff. But we'll save that for a later episode. So this episode ran a little long today, but it was the first one. I had to introduce myself and talk about some things and, you know, just yammer on because that's something I do. So... I'm going to go ahead. We'll end this first episode now. Thank you guys for tuning in. And again, this is Nobody Cares, the show where reality always wins. Thanks, and I'll see you next time.